Undercover Carson, secret agent. Operation Death Ray, an assignment in Rio. the death ray secret, the all-knowing Chaka was our most dangerous enemy. He already possessed so much of the vital information. He was confident of knowing where and when to find the mysterious Cossack, and so gain the entire secret. But there are also many agents at work against us, some from a major continental power, others from a freelance group. The suspects included Roger Deauville, Hetty Fitzhenry, Faye Corelli, and Helena Jansen. Sir Giles Davenport included Sally Bruin, but to me, such a suggestion was quite absurd. But while Angelo, Sir Giles' servant, was out in the hope of discovering something from his ever-vigilant relatives, it seemed that the red-headed American bird painter, Hetty Fitzhenry, was prepared to spill the beans. She rang me, began to scream, then was cut off abruptly. I couldn't raise her anywhere. Oh, it's no use, Carson. Give the phone a rest. Well, something's radically wrong, sir. Just before she began to scream, she said some fellow had caught up with her again. And uh, who might that fellow be? I'll bet my best pipe it was Roger Deville. He's turning out to be quite a bounder. Mm, so, sir. And you said many times that he didn't exactly qualify for a good conduct medal back in your school days in England. Yeah, very true, sir. Deville was good-looking, plausible, very sure of himself. Gambled, you know. Had money troubles even in those days of... Uh, Comparative innocence. Hmm. Why that, sir? Well, I was just thinking, Carson. Now he conducts a travel agency here in Rio. So, sir? Covering Latin America, too. Yes, covering all America, south of the Mexican border. Yes, a very convenient blind. Or, uh, don't you think so? On the contrary, I have thought so from start. Much better than being a stodgy old meat importer, as I'm supposed to be. Well, then, uh, who does he represent? These uh, freelancers or the continental power we've been hearing about? Oh, no clues on that, sir. Hmm. But I wonder why he's paying so much attention to your baby in arms. My baby in arms? Yes, uh, Miss Sally Bruin. Yeah, because he fancies himself as a lady killer. Carson, old fellow, if our um, affections are inclined to favour Miss Bruin somewhat, they mustn't be allowed to distort our judgment. Uh, couldn't it be that Miss Bruin is part of the whole dark pattern of intrigue and counter-intrigue? Oh, but Sir Giles, we, we've absolutely no grounds for suspecting her. Then why do our friends in London want her photograph? Well, they seem to want the photographs of all the dear creatures we know in Rio. They must have some grounds. Oh, can't fathom how, sir. Well, uh, when young Miss Bruin's father was killed, and we got our hands onto that notebook of his... I couldn't help but feel there was something quite extraordinary about the whole business. There was. Yes? Sally had been reared in England by her mother. Their parents parted, you know. Yes, of course, of course. And Jacob Bruin remained on the continent, obsessed with his research. War broke out. Our opposition absorbed him, directed him to work on death ray research. When whole Applecart upset, he's one of the six scientists from the project who reach these parts and scatter. And to what an odd place he hastened. Ancient ruins, miles from anywhere. Amongst other things, sir, he wanted to continue his research. 
Meanwhile, he hears that his daughter is alive in England. He arranges for her to be brought out here. And at the very time old Bruin's natives turn nasty, Carson arrives to rescue the young maiden. Yes, sir, that's more or less what happened. Uh, there's a word that describes my reaction to all this. And that, sir? Phony, Carson. Phony. Oh, but Sir Giles, you weren't up country with us, sir. Natives were really on the warpath. Well, let's hope that we're able to make something of these many clouded facets, Carson. Meanwhile, we send the photographs off to London, and uh, <laughs> no doubt the whistles and catcalls will be heard all up and down the Thames embankment. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, that brings us back to Hetty. Indeed, yes. Miss Fitzhenry does seem to be in trouble, all right. But what can we do? You've contacted a flat? No answer? Mm, so, so. Well, the only thing I can suggest is a browse. Yes, but um, not on your own, Carson. Oh, then who with? I fear I'm not much help. These bandages still around my head. But I'd feel happier if Angela were with you. Well, I can't wait the whole night for him to arrive, sir. No, I realize that. Yes, and Hetty has something of vital importance to tell me. She wants to get even with Deauville for something. Yet at the same time, she's desperately afraid of him. I see, Carson. Oh, it'll be too much to expect that this is Hetty. But uh, I'll answer it anyway. So? Senor Carson? Oh, Angela. Ah, si, senor. Well, old chap, what news? On both this person called Chaco and this other known as the Cossack, uh, I fear there is nothing. Ah, oh, pity. Mm. Uh, however, senor... Oh, uh, then you have something after all? Concerning only the senorita with the redness of hair and the gayness of spirits. Oh, Hetty Fitzhenry. Uh, si, senor. Oh, come on, then. From her place of residence, senor, she has been removed by force. Uh, where to? Uh, one of my relatives hastened to follow a dark car in which she was conveyed, senor. Yes, and any word from him? Mm, I fear not, senor. I am not in the position to receive his communications. Uh, just where are you? Uh, close by the entrance to the residence of the senorita. Then wait there for me. I'll get a taxi pronto. Uh, very good, senor. Right. <coughs> you followed that, Sir Giles? Indeed, Carson. And it would appear that someone's exceedingly anxious to get that young woman out of harm's way. So, sir. And she must be found. Mm. Um, you'll be all right here, sir? The man alive, why not? Well, sir, with those bandages around your head... Oh, have no fear, Carson. I'll be quite all right. And if the telephone goes, I've only to reach out and lift the receiver. Well, I'll get in touch as soon as possible. Meanwhile, I meet Angelo. Tell a Rio taxi driver that you're in a hurry, and he happily obliges. Well, ten minutes later, I was with Angelo. The only way he could contact his relatives was to return to some mysterious backwater of the city. Meanwhile, I considered that first of all, we should look over Hetty's apartment. It was a job for a skeleton key that was designed to look like one of my pipes. Well, the corridor is empty, senor. Uh, right, old chap. But uh, keep a sharp lookout. Indeed. Yes, these carpets absorb all footsteps. But now to work. Yeah. That's not easy. Some difficulty, Senor? Yeah, I'm just feeling my way. Senor! Huh? No, it's only a lift. But if on this floor it comes to a halt. Well, then we make ourselves scarce. Mm. Uh, hello? You have it? Yes, yes, I think so. Right. Open door. They left halt, Senor. 
Then inside, smartly. See, si, see. Si. And shut the door. <sighs> so far, so good. Now, for light. Oh, senor, perhaps it would not be very wise. How so? If in the lift there is conveyed someone who is also interested in what lies behind the door. Uh, so, old chap. Yes, you're right. Uh, best I use pipe. Pipe? Yes, this one. Miniature flashlight. Watch. Huh. Oh, senor. Yeah, powerful for size. Indeed. Now, for a look around. Senor Carson, swing the light of the torch to the bed. The bed? See. Si. Mm. Well, what about it? A great jumble of clothing. So. Hmm, thought for a moment there must be someone laid out there or some such. Mm. Senor, there are signs here, are there not, of someone packing for a hasty departure? Yes, I'd say so. The paintings of birds tossed around it. Hey, but what's this? That painting, Senor? Oh, there's something curious about it? Yes, very curious. Ah, oh, Senor, it is simply of a bird. Yes, but very odd that it should be in a style similar to a very famous American bird painter, Audubon. Died a hundred years ago or so. Oh. Well, then what is the meaning of this, Senor? Yeah, it makes a fellow wonder. Perhaps we could turn on the light now and get a better picture of place. Now, let's see. Must be a switch somewhere. Ah, Senor. Yes, I heard. A key in the door. So, old chap, quick. Now, behind curtain of shower recess. This is going to be interesting. Most. As it turned out, we had ample time to get behind the plastic curtains. It seemed that whoever was trying to enter the flat was testing a number of keys. The tension mounted as some half-dozen keys failed. Then, the lock turned. The light was switched on. Peering through a slit between the curtains, I saw a familiar figure, and Angelo breathed in my ear, Senor, the dancer. So, Vagarelli. We remain here? No, not in your sweet life. Watch. <gasps> oh, fame, my dear. Oh, Monsieur Bruce. Fancy meeting you here. Well, <laughs> fancy. Yes, but then we always do meet in the oddest places. Oh, of course we do. And you're looking as glamorous as ever. Ah. Uh, you are the great flatterer. Well, they're perhaps a little bewildered. But uh, I am the scatterbrain type. Yes, of course, my dear. I suppose that's why you need such a walloping bunch of keys. Oh, these. Hmm. Odd for a little girl. I just carry them around. Now, Faye, I think it's time we laid our cards on the table. Play cards, Monsieur Bruce? Enough's enough, my dear. Just what are you doing here? I begin to wonder myself. I'm afraid I must know... Angelo. Senor. Come on out. Si, senor. Monsieur Bruce, I hold something as well as the keys. Senor, in your hand. Ah, si, old chap. Gun. And, Monsieur Bruce, I am told that it does great harm if I press upon this trigger. Ah, information correct. Then perhaps it is wise of you not to stop me from what I am going to do. And that? I am going to leave here. And you are not going to follow. Well, I... I am cruel to you, I know, Monsieur Bruce, but I must insist... But, Senorita, I insist... No, no move, and Monsieur Bruce will... Senorita, I then don't... Then I must... Oh. Senor! Oh, forgive me, Monsieur Bruce, forgive me. Oh, Senor Carson! Uh, collected something, old chap. Best you give me something to lean upon. These women, you know, never trust them. Though we'd known for a long time that the exotic Fay was working against us, it was hard to imagine her using a gun. 
But she had, and the bullet was in my shoulder. While it seemed that one of the fairer sex was prepared to help, another was bearing her claws as the situation became more desperate in Operation Death Ray. Undercover Carson is written by Michael Noonan and produced by Reginald Goldsworthy for Macquarie Broadcasting Service.